0: The virus triggers a breakdown of moral barriers, unleashing repressed emotions in the infected, including anger, depression, fear, lust. <laughs> <left>. What? <laughs> like, okay. I am. am. Right. Hi, I'm Jackie. Wanna play? Have <gasps> you checked me. children? Children? We all go a little mad sometimes. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos. Or create? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to another episode of From Dust Till Dawn. I am your host, Don Lahey, baby. Uh, this is a horror movie review podcast where we like to review horror movies and the way that we choose our horror movies that we go to a horror movie generator and we hit generate, it gives us a movie, and then we watch the movie and then pot it, baby. Uh, just a heads up, um, the side of my tongue is like burnt or something, so I might sound a little funny, but I'm trying not to move it too much, so... Heads up. Heads up. What's going on? How's everyone doing out there? Um, One of my best friends said, I love how you check in on everyone, and I appreciate uh, the notice of detail on that, and I'm going to try to check in on everyone here, but how's everyone doing? Are you going into work right now? Are you... Long day at the office? Are you at work right now? What's what's going on? And I'm only asking that because this week's generator gave us 2017's Mayhem. And that will all make sense in a little bit. This movie was directed by Joe Lynch on IMDb. It got a 6.4. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it got an 84%. Love that. Love when IMDb kind of takes the takes the low score and i and and rotten tomatoes gives it a higher score i think 84 is a perfect if i made a movie and rotten tomatoes gave it an 84 that is a gold fucking star right on my forehead the plot to this movie reads a virus spreads through an office complex causing white collar workers to act out of their worst impulses okay maybe i'll 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 jump in a little bit more there uh there is a virus called id7 id7 uh and the reaction to it only lasts about 8 hours i believe um that's what i picked up from the movie and what it does is that it kind of attacks your ego your id and it makes you uh react exactly how you think that you would react so Uh, You want a cookie? You go get a cookie. Uh, You want to drive through a cornfield? You drive through a cornfield. So it's a little bit dangerous. It's kind of hard to uh, contain this. You pretty much have to strap people in and say you can't do anything. Um, And you could listen to the void, you know, the, the empty void in your head that sometimes you know you look into over a balcony and you go oh i wonder i wonder what that would feel like well this virus might uh make you see what that feels like so we don't want that with with anyone um and at the starting of the film they you they introduce this started off so fun this movie is so much fun It is video game quality fun. It is mission to mission amazing. The movie starts off with showing the first person to kind of get this and perform out the impulses that they uh, felt and they killed someone. So because this disease is isn't there's no vaccine for it. There's no cure for it. You have it for eight hours because you're reacting to a disease, to a virus. He was kind of let go. Uh, I forget the word that they, that they used um, in impunity. I believe it was, you pretty much have immunity. Uh, not you're not immune to the virus. Oh, I that's kind of funny actually, but they, but they pretty much are like, you are controlled by this virus. So you're free to go that's that's what it is so it's kind of like the purge everyone has eight hours to do whatever they want because the disease i I gotta stop calling it a disease the virus uh controls you pretty much so this had uh like kind of like Shaun of the dead uh editing vibes to it uh quick um it, it had action editing to it it reminded me of crank as well it reminded me of uh Shaun of the Dead it reminded me of 28 Days Later in a way just how they were editing a lot of quick cuts there was a lot of it was very funny very on the nose uh very dry but in a lively way they weren't really bullshitting anyone there wasn't any the characters were the characters kind of like a kind of like a comic book. Like if someone had their eyebrows frowned, you're like, you're a mean guy. And they were like, you're right. I am a mean guy. Uh, There was a, you know, if someone was wearing um, a very flattering uh, piece of clothing, you're like, you're a, a, a flirty human being, then yes, they are a flirty human being. So it was very on the nose I like that. This movie was 86 minutes. That is good news. I like that. I like it. I like it. The the writing was a little funny. Uh it seemed like this was if it was if it was a first draft of the script and they just went, "That's good. Don't need to change anything." Okay. Because it was a little bit corny here and there, but like I said, it was kind of supposed to be almost like it was supposed to be a little on the nose. So I liked that, but there were a couple things that just seemed a little uh, not polished, I would say. And um, but it, but but it is a good script because it's a great concept—a virus that makes you do whatever you want, like no uh, if anyone's seen that movie chaos theory with Ryan Reynolds, also a good watch, uh, he just lets life tell you what to do. And that kind of, that's kind of what it reminded me of a little bit. He just kind of did whatever he wanted to do. Let, let, uh, let life take its path. And we can all learn something from that, from all the little things that we do in our life that, we go, oh, I probably shouldn't do that. This person might judge me to do that. Oh, I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't indulge in that too much. That because other people don't have this opportunity. But it's just sometimes you just gotta, you know, take the saddle off and go bareback. <laughs> and yeah, but whatever. So what a couple of lines were corny, not a big deal. It was great. It was quick paced. It was let's go. It was fired up. There was firecrackers under everyone's ass and it was a great uh, great movie I like this movie we have uh steven yun who is derek cho in this we have samara weaving we got another movie with samara weaving i believe we did ready or not and the babysitter and she plays melanie cross then we have Steven Brand, who is the boss. Caroline Chickazy, who is the siren. And then we have uh, a, a couple more people. We have Dallas Roberts, who plays the Reaper. Then we have uh, Andre Erickson, who plays the Bull. These are all just nicknames. But like I said, it's very um, video game esque. So it 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 had it had those kind of they didn't need names. I felt I felt like it was good that they had these little nicknames because y- them nicknaming them you understand how their id is going to react. The whole building gets infected with this virus. So so we follow our character Derek Cho and we kind of learn that he kind of started from the bottom. He is trying to climb the corporate ladder and we're learning that when you try to climb the corporate ladder, you ostracize people and you become miserable because it's lonely at the top, you know, and we don't like that. He meets uh, Samara Weaving. She's trying to, you know, these little subplots of it um, didn't necessarily captivate me. Uh that there was reasoning behind it, but it was just pretty much revenge. But you're putting these two people, Derek and Melanie, in a situation where Derek eventually gets fired uh, for screwing something up, and Melanie loses uh, her mortgage on her house, and then the virus hits, right? So if you, when you get fired, you're probably pissed. And when you lose your home, you're probably pissed. So that's where they're starting at that's that's their that's their balance line other than that they're gonna go up from that or down from that but they're pretty pissed at that point they get hit with the virus and then um shit hits the fan and it's awesome um like i said it's kind of a boring start with all the legal mumbo jumbo but we need to meet all the characters that are going to uh kind of Weave within this story to understand how their id would re- react. Um, if no one knows what an id is, I'm going to define it for you the part of the mind in which innate instinctive impulses and primary processes are manifested. So everything starts in the id and works up through, I believe, superego and then your ego, maybe. So th- So it's, it's unhinged pretty much. I believe that's, that's what I think, but, but we, but we need to meet all these people to kind of figure out what their ids are going to be like. Uh, And they're all pieces of shit, but different pieces of shit. They're all on a different level, you know, within the, within the structure of the business that they're in. I think that they're an advisory business or something. So everyone's trying to get promoted to the top. The top guy slash the boss is the one, you know, moving all the pieces here. Yeah, that's uh we, we have to we have to take about 20 minutes to meet everyone and, and get involved here. And yeah, um it's pretty much just chaos. People are doing I wasn't necessarily paying attention to a lot of the things that were happening in the background. There were people just like Putting on a bunch of makeup, there was uh, guys betting on everything that were like that was around. There were people fucking everywhere, so it was uh, it, it it was really funny like to see what your impulse would be. So if if this virus hit you, what do you think your impulse would be? Um, mine would probably be I don't know, curl up and order food and watch all my favorite movies uh, maybe jump in the pool. I don't know. Depending on where I was, I guess, with my mood, I wouldn't want to hurt anyone. I wouldn't want to, but it's really interesting to know what, what happen if you were just completely unhinged and the deepest part of you was, uh, at the wheel. So think about that, you know, that's why people go to therapy, figure that out. So yeah, everything, everything's going nuts here. And then, uh, Um. After Derek and Melanie are are separated, they meet back up. They need to be kind of quarantined together in almost like a room where that's where they put people who shouldn't be in the building in the first place. Just so you know, because when you get fired, uh, you you have to be removed by someone else. Uh, just in just so you don't, you know, light anything on fire or anything. So I think because they're not supposed to be in the building, they are kind of sequestered from everyone else. And uh, yeah, this is, they also put them in the room with all the, uh, all the maintenance tools. So that's probably not a good idea. And then we have, uh, they kill a bunch of people because they're nuts they become friends even after they had uh, an encounter where he's like, "You're gonna lose your mortgage," and she's like, "Why?" and he's like, "Because of a lady named Irene Smith," and that's just what it is. Sorry, get the fuck out of here. He was kind of an asshole. He's trying to he's trying to climb up the ladder. I get it. I get it. Uh, but they're suit up when they're suiting up to go, kind of get from whatever floor they're on to get up to the the top floor. That was pretty badass. It reminded me very much of Evil Dead, and I enjoyed that. Also, one of them has a nail gun, and nail guns don't shoot like that. I've held a couple nail guns in my life, and you got to do a couple things to get it to... You could tape down the safety bar, and I'm sure you could shoot it out, so maybe they did that, but... uh, Yeah, every single movie that has a nail gun in it, I'm like, that. Not how it works. I, I believe. Now, like I said, they they had to uh, show who people were to um, make you understand why their IDs were doing what they did, and it didn't necessarily pay off. It was just people yelling at other people. Now there was a character called the Reaper, and in it showed him. He he he's the one who fired Derek. And he was really, really calm during it, and then you meet him and he's really, really calm again. So I'm like, okay, maybe he's got a little bit of a zen thing going on. But uh it there's just so many funny lines being thrown around in this film that I I didn't really care about their their reactions or how their id reacted because I I was really glued to Derek. And Melanie, and I was like, yeah, that's how I would react too in a situation like this. Uh, so it was kind of hard to really care about those characters because they didn't really give a lot. Um, just their like death scenes were really fun. Um, so yeah, so that's, so, so that's another thing is that when they're, when they're taking up the Reaper, um, uh, Samara or, Sorry, Melanie is uh, kind of being attacked by him, and then she takes a, a saw and start and they start fighting back and forth. And then there's a bunch of dudes at the at the doorway just giving each other money, like uh, like five on her and and ten on blah blah blah. And so I thought that was funny that that was their impulse to bet on something that they were seeing. So I enjoyed that. Then after we get rid of the Reaper, we go to the Siren and she just keeps calling everyone a bitch and she's swayed by uh, promotion. So there wasn't necessarily like, there were some people I'm like, do you have the virus? Because you're not acting in any way. You're just smoking a lot. So is, is that what you want to do? You just want to smoke during this? I'm not too sure. Um, so they kill the siren and they cut out her tongue. I'm like, damn. All right, cool. That's fucking dark. This was rated R, so yeah, we got a little uh got a little nuts here. Then after that, obviously um tensions are high, so Derek and Melanie have sex. Um weirdly, they're wearing all their clothes pretty much, so don't know how rated R they wanted to go with this, but uh they kind of didn't they didn't want to undress anyone. So you can always respect that, um, and then it's and, and then she's like, "What do we do now?" And he's like, "Maybe we should move in. I think that we should maybe get a dog as well, and then we can uh, have kit." And it was really cute, kind of how that's where his mind went. That's where his id went. Is that after he uh, he he has the sex with Melanie, he goes immediately into starting a relationship because he, there were he's a good guy. Deep down, he's lonely. Like I said, he's ostracized his family. He's been miserable for the last couple of years trying to climb the ladder. And then he meets this person that he can connect with on a level. And he's like, let's just you and me. Let's do it. Let's get a fucking dog. Then we kill the bull. Kind of a boring death there. Um, it's a good fight scene between uh, the bull and Derek Um, but thought maybe something a little bit bigger would be there. It wasn't all good. Like I said, this movie was so much like a video game, uh, a lot of fun, all the different levels that, that maybe it is a video game. I'm not too sure. I don't think so, but it should be a video game because it was, it was good. It was really good. Um, Derek finally gets to the top floor to the boss. The boss has been doing cocaine the whole time, waiting for Derek pretty much uh, with all of his little minions there. When Derek gets up there, they try to manipulate his id. They give him some champagne and they send him two girls saying, sign the document. You'll get your job back. You, because pretty much the boss knows Derek wants to kill him. So He's trying to nip that in the butt before uh, anything gets, you know, out of hand. So he sends two girls with champagne to him uh, and tries to sway him into signing this thing over, which will maybe make him happy and calm down his id. Now, during this whole thing, there's a eight hour clock saying the the virus will wear off in eight hours. So we're about three minutes left when he gets up there, and. Uh, Yeah, the girls are like, let me suck your dick. Uh, we'll I'll do whatever you want. Just sign the paper. And he's like, no, I'm not doing it. And then he wants to fight the boss. And the it's so cartoony. The boss just takes a handful of cocaine and shoves it up his nose, like all over his face and smears it all over. And then they fight. And uh, guess who wins? The boss. Just joking. It was Derek. And uh, what a win. Now, it goes into more where it's like, do the right thing, kind of, you know, you have the world by the balls and then you end up just driving into the sunset instead of like, you know, getting the big job and stuff. And 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 I just wasn't interested in any of that. I was, the action and everything was so big and, and amazing that I really didn't care. I keep biting my t- my burnt tongue and it hurts. Uh, But yeah, I, I don't have any more notes for this. This movie was... Fun, like I, I was almost not writing notes down, so uh, because it was just a great little romp. Uh, you guys did a good job, Joe, Joe Lynch. Good work. There's not a lot of trivia on this. Like I said, the script was a little felt a little rushed, or at least not polished, and it took five weeks to get this movie. Uh, prepped so that's I feel short uh, a short amount of time um, also I thought it was uh, I thought that there would be because uh, uh, Steven yun is is uh, famously known for being in The Walking Dead and there were no Walking Dead references so I do enjoy that I don't like when they do that shit and then they kind of look at the camera and they're like huh? huh because he was in that show that everyone watched get it uh, so thanks on this podcast, we like to rate our films with Don's Dollars, one being the least amount of money that you'd spend to go see it in a theater and ten being the most amount of money that you'd go spend it and see to see it in a theater, see it it but be. And I'm gonna give this a didn't like the writing, lost me in a couple areas, but God, it was so much fun and very funny. great acting from Steven Yen and sorry, Yoon. Uh, and and Samara weaving, great premise. They should have a sequel to this, but they said that they got a vaccine at the end of it. So uh, I'm going to give this in Don's dollars. I'm going to give it seven fifty. That's right seven seven fifty 7.5 big ones. That's right. I want to thank everyone for listening to this pod. I want to thank everyone for supporting and showing your love. And uh, go follow from Dust Till Dawn podcast on Instagram. And when you climb the corporate ladder and you see everyone miserable at the top, do you think it's going to be any better for you? Probably because you'll have a Ferrari. Love ya.